Radio News. You've been listening to Free Speech Radio News from KPFK in Los Angeles. I'm Ada Bogado. What are we doing in here? Dan, get off my foot. There are hangers everywhere, Christy. And what's up with these mothballs? This is stifling. I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, and I can barely move. Forget this, man. Closets Closets are are for clothes. clothes. Closets Are For Clothes is Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence. 60 minutes of award-winning gaiety and witty repartee. (laughs) We're here, we're on, Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN-FM 88.3, Radio Free Ann Arbor. The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts... Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. Hey. Hey. We were both sidetracked for a brief moment. Oh my, yeah, the news just before we got here was just, I was like, wow. So Yeah, and I was just actually looking it up. So. Um, how are you, Dan? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm. Wait, before you say that, it's December 13th. 2006. 2006. Welcome it, to Closets And it's Clothes. a Wednesday. And it is a Wednesday, as Holy usual. moly. But if you're listening to this on a podcast, you know. You oh. may not know it's Wednesday for us as we're taping this. That's right. Or exactly. Broadcasting it. That's right. That's right. Submitting it for your approval. <laughs> so how are you, Dan? I'm I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. There's uh just some some uh it, it's Christmas is coming around pretty quick for me and um it's like less than two weeks. Falling on a Monday makes it weird. Yes, I I, for me, it's really kind of throwing me. So I'm, I'm, um, and and there's some like uh, something going on with my family about the whole Christmas thing. They're kind of like on a campaign of getting me there for Christmas. Right, because you don't typically celebrate Christmas with your family. No, exactly. So. Um, but there's and they're, they're trying to point out to me that uh, you know well you know you can celebrate it you know many families celebrate Christmas but not a, you know not celebrating Jesus's birth and and I'm like yeah I'm aware of that like this and they're like well then why you know then why don't you come and and you know play with us on Christmas or whatever and and I'm like well because I'm I'm not Christian and um, and you celebrate celebrate jesus's birth on that day and i'm i'm don't believe in that and especially when you also at the same time talk about being uh anti-gay and how uh, being gay is a sin and it's like no why would i want to celebrate that <laughs> why would i want to do that i'd rather mm-hmm. go to a place where they celebrate you know um the spirit of christmas if you will versus the the religious um annotation i guess of, of christmas so but they're on a big campaign because all my sisters are have all been interesting i wonder yeah. what their motivation is yeah i'm not really clear what it is and i have and i haven't been to church lately to find out what the pope's been saying about it because my mom's on a kick too so she's catholic the rest of them are christian and so it's been kind of an interesting interesting yeah exactly what's going on so yeah so i'm wondering if there's a I don't know, some uh, realization that's finally occurring that this is not a phase in Dan Burns. Right. That this is... Um, this is for keeps. Yeah. Uh, that this is real. That maybe he really does believe in this. That it isn't just how he feels. You know, he's that moody person. So, so yeah. So, it's kind of been an interesting little campaign. This past week has been, you know, have you found Jesus yet? Which is one of the things that maybe is really inappropriate for me to even share this on the air. But there's this... <laughs> But um, it never stopped me before. Um, no, it didn't. Where, <laughs> where there's this joke about where this guy uh, decides to change, change his life and, and get baptized in the church and things. And he goes to one of the churches where they completely dunk you during baptism. And they take his head and they dunk, take his face and dunk it into the water so he's completely submerged. And they pull him back up and they go, have you found Jesus? And he's like... No, no, not yet. So they take his face again, and they dunk it in the water, and they pull it back out, and they're like, have you found Jesus yet? He says, no, no, I haven't. Like this, they take it one more time, put him in the water, pull it back out, and he goes, have you found Jesus yet? He goes, well, you sure you lost him down there? Because I can't see a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of my favorite new jokes that I've yeah. never heard, but apparently it's like um, that's old. a very old joke. Seriously yes. old. That's how I was baptized, actually. Really? Wow. Yes. Now, as a baby or? No, or, as oh. a child as a child wow Maybe 11 i think something around that oh age. my goodness you're baptized a little later i don't know when exactly wow. it was. but I you're th- a full-grown I, child though i mean i was 
Well, I'm, I guess full-grown child is it. I remember yeah. it. I'm always old enough to remember wow. the. Wow. Yes, and but I will say that they didn't make you wear your own clothes. They gave you this like little suit to wear, like a little. Really? Did you give it back? Scuba suit. Yeah, it was like oh. rubber or something. Like, really? How so interesting. Because what are you gonna do in? Well, you would wear a change clothes. of clothes. Right. Well. You know, you would. What about the people who spontaneously decide to get baptized that day? Which happens. Wow. So they don't have a change of clothes. Interesting. It was weird. And which religion is this? Stunk of chlorine, Baptist. Baptist. Ah, okay. Gotcha. It was very not fun. So, like, I really wonder about those when I hear stories about that. Like, what if I decidedly, suddenly get this inspiration to be baptized? Will they have one of those rubber suits for me? Yes. My size? Yes, I'm telling you, man. They're wow. ready for anyone. Wow. Those, maybe they're just like rubbers where they, you know, they can That's fit exactly. any size. They stretch. They stretch. Wow. They Interesting. stretch. Wow. So. Goodness. Yeah. How are you? I'm okay. You know, I spaced out on you last week. Sorry about that. I was in <laughs> Chicago. We had to go to an abortionist conference. Oh. I didn't. Wow. I'm not an abortionist, but... We, we all went because okay. Danielle is breastfeeding and you can't be away from a baby for three days if you're breastfeeding oh, her. Oh, gotcha. So I mostly hung out in a hotel room. Got it. And the hotel pool and whatnot. But we went to the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago. Oh, neat. Which is fascinating and ginormous. They have whales there. No way. Whales. And it's an, it's an indoor aquarium. It's actually the world's largest indoor aquarium. Wow. I learned while I was there. Anyway... Um, it was spectacular, and I find aquariums sort of gay. Why? Because I feel like all the fish are, like, dressed up and fancy and very campy. <laughs> and, and very brightly colored. And they're very brightly and, colored. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, and the dolphins like to do tricks. Yes, yes. And Just like gay men. Just like we gay men. We love doing tricks. Exactly. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Well, my baby was so cute. She oh. was... Kept besides normally to, besides normally okay she kept trying to reach through the glass to touch everybody Aww. and we sat her they had a little ledge along every piece of glass you know so that you could like you know set your cup there or whatever i don't know okay well, we kept standing her on that ledge and we went there was one snapping turtle <gasps> that was huge it must have been you know i don't know had to be 14 inches across the back of its shell like it was very large don't don't and tell me. No, no, no. And so don't we tell set me you pulled a uh, uh, what's the guy's Australian name that just died? Oh no, 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 no. Oh, I don't okay. remember that guy's name, but nothing. To oh, do with okay. That. No. So we we set her down on the ledge, and this uh, there had been people around this turtle for hours, and he was still totally just hanging out, not moving, just chilling. We set Charlotte down on the ledge so that she could look. I've never seen a turtle move so fast. <gasps> I was like, wow, if that glass wasn't there, that turtle would eat our baby. That's what I'm thinking. You did not. He's, well, it was behind glass. Right. Nothing bad was going to happen. That turtle zoomed over to her and she was squealing. (laughs) I would have been too. No, she thought, oh, oh. (laughs) And she was trying to get him, you know. She kept putting her hands on the glass and banging and everything. And that turtle was hungry for some baby, I tell you. Oh, wow. We were really glad that it wasn't a sort of pet the snapping turtle day. That's right. A Steve Irwin move. Yes. Because I think we might have lost our baby or at least her toes. Oh, my word. Excuse me. Putting your baby in danger. Yes. No, they and were she's squealing totally at the. Uh, no, no. Well, she loved the aquarium, and um, it was amazing. Well, it probably reminded her of other things, you know, and uh, about how many months ago? Um, seven. Seven months ago. Seven and a half, actually. <laughs> yep. So yeah, she. It was pretty fun. Um, wow, but that would be cool, though. I mean, seriously, to be seeing what? all the, you know, stuff underwater and and having swim. Do they swim over you? Or they're just yes. around you. Okay. They swim over you in one of the one or a few of the areas they swim over you too. Okay. Um yeah, they, it was a really cool they had a, a temporary display about coral reefs. Oh. That was really cool. Um and I really liked that a lot. And that was one of the areas where they actually had a, a lot of swimming over you. But they did they had beluga whales. 
which included a baby beluga whale, which was very Aww. cute. And they have um, penguins, which are my second favorite animal, second only to otters, which they also had. So, you know, oh. I was really... Because all otters do is party. They that's, do. That's their life. That's right. to have a good time. And I yeah. think that's awesome. And it's, you know, on their back and kind of, you know, nibbling mm-hmm. at the... Uh, Whatever they got, whatever oil. Whatever thing uh, that's going around. Yeah, urchin that they yep. they got. and Yes. So that's what I was doing last Wednesday. Oh, good. Actually, last Wednesday, about this time, I was driving in the snow. Oh, yeah, that's right. Home. But that's what I was, was doing. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Gotcha. Um, and I also wanted to give you a little update. <gasps> Remember I talked about my butch-related injury of the plantar fasciitis yes. because of my boots and whatnot. I am now wearing decidedly unbutch special shoes oh no i have to wear them every day almost all day no inserts they couldn't like i have special shoes and inserts i have a serious problem oh my gosh like and how long do you have to do this till the pain's gone and then you can just use the inserts in your boots just use the inserts and regular shoes okay but i'm probably going to be wearing these shoes mostly for like six months to a year oh my gosh and i let me tell you something they're not very attractive, the special <laughs> shoes. Yeah, you know, doctors, when they're dealing with medical stuff, they really don't look for the, like, the attractive shoes. No, sh- I you know. really advocate. And I just want to also give a shout out to the folks at Mass Shoes. Okay. Uh, out in Westgate Shopping Center. They are very helpful. And she was very tolerable. De- dealt with my complaining about the <laughs> ugliness with such a sense of humor. I was very pleased. I was like, really? That's the shoe? Yeah, yeah, really. Is that this other one with the high heel? Right. I don't want a high heel, Dan, but it's Oh yeah, I forgot. Like there's no other shoe (laughs) at all that this could work for. Not one other shoe. Oh my gosh. And she was like, Well, there's this one over here, but it probably it only comes in one width, so that's not gonna work for you. Oh no. I'll try it on anyway. And it like cut the circulation off to my toes. Oh perhaps this is not the shoe for me. No. So, and she did say I can <coughs> occasionally wear other shoes. Okay. Like if I have to go to a wedding or something, oh, okay. I don't have to wear my gray suede. Gotcha. Special shoes. I can, you know, wear Great. whatever. I can just, um, I have to take the insole out of this shoe, the insert, and put them in another shoe. And she's like, that. it still won't be good because you need very... The, the support that you're getting from both the shoe and the insert. Right. But the insert's better than nothing. So gotcha. it's not like you're just wearing your regular shoe yes. with no support. But I will tell you, as ugly as these shoes are, well, they're, and they're not even that quite that bad. They're just not something I would pick off the shelf. Right. Um, I have to say that in two days of wearing them, I'm sorry, two and a half days, I got them on on Monday, and I wore them all day yesterday and all day today. A world of difference. Oh, wow. And I also have to say, I really forgot how tired being in chronic pain oh, yeah. makes makes a person. Yes. Um, like Tuesday morning, after just a half day of wearing these shoes, I woke up, I was like, I'm almost chipper. Wow. I don't feel tired at all this morning. Wow. And that makes a big like, difference. It does make a big difference. And so the and the pain is mostly gone. I have no pain when I'm wearing the shoes. Okay. Barefoot, a little pain. Okay. But... I would say even in the first day, the pain was 50 to 75% less than it had been. Wow. Wow. So. Speaking of pain, though. Yeah. Recently, the last time we were on the air, um, you were we had to end the show pretty quickly, and you had to leave pretty quickly because you're off to have a chicken wing eating contest. I was. <laughs> Look at her it. face. That was right. That was two weeks ago. Speaking of the chicken wing eating contest. I do want to spend a, a send a very special happy birthday out to my friend Kelly. Happy who, birthday, Kelly! Who I went to the chicken wing. I had the ah, battle of the chicken. That's what wing I thought with. it was. Yeah, who it was going to yeah. be with. Um, but today is her um, birthday. She's her right? So wow! Uh, I wish her happy birthday. Gotcha. She's, She's ha- the same age as me. She, is she? Yeah. Right on. She'll be glad to hear that. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> and she's coming over for cake and ice cream later. So. Anyway, the chicken wing eating contest ended in a draw. No. It did. So what ended up with the rules? Because one of the things we were talking about was like how fast you could eat or do you right. do one at a time? We actually did not need any time restraint. She met me wing for wing. Wow. I mean, there were times when I she stopped and I kept going. Right. Times when I stopped and she kept going. We pretty much ended at the same time. <gasps> So, because wow. I w- I kind of gave her the business about it. I was like, you don't get all night. That's right. To do this. That's right. That's right. You just don't. So. Because I can eat a lot of them in 24 hours. Right. In 24 hours, I could eat a bucket uh, yeah. of wings every hour. <laughs> That's <practically>. right. <laughs> so, we did order the Kevorkian Flamin' Blazin' Hot <sighs> Wings, and they would only let us order, the minimum we could order was six. You mean the maximum? The minimum. Minimum. The minimum okay. of six of those of any one kind oh, of wings. Oh, okay. they have yeah, like yeah, thirty yeah, yeah. kinds you're of You're right. Wings. Yes, you're right. So the minimum of any one kind was six. So we ordered, ended up ordering sixty wings to start. Wow. And that was one of the six, and then or six of them, and um, I couldn't. I barely finished one of them. <laughs> I took a bite of that wing and started coughing. Oh well, I bet the I inhaling just, of it, uh-huh. just literally was, I mean, the just the breathing. And it took. We actually had to order French fries because it was so hot we couldn't get the taste out of our mouth with anything oh, else. Oh yeah, and you can't we drink water. We had to have a starch thing. Yes. Well, beer was helping, but it wasn't. Yeah, that doesn't. Wasn't that doesn't have enough yeast. It doesn't right. Yeah, <laughs> we needed some starchy thing to get this. Well. Kelly ate all three of her share of those, so I gave her props on the heat. I said, wow. you want it? Without a doubt. She, it killed her. Yes. She actually, <laughs> she ate one. <laughs> this is the funniest thing that happened <laughs> all night. She ate one, and then she had picked up the second one and looked at it and just went, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 she just was so... But you don't do it as well as she does, no, though. No, no, no. Because if you know Kelly, she can say that so, like. It was so venomously, you know. and, like, you know exactly <laughs> what pain she's experiencing, <laughs> you know? But she was just, you son of a bitch. She was just pissed at that wing, you know? But she ate them. And so then we got down, we ate, like, we ate our, our 29 wings apiece. Okay. Of 60, because there were two left over of the raisins. Right. And we were like, I think that we need to call it a draw. And wow. So we, did. we totally called it a draw. Oh, this is a rematch. Games. I'm hearing well, a we rematch. We decided we want to do it again. Okay. She also said, she said, I could keep going, but I won't. And I was like, I could too, but I would be miserable. Oh, well, that's a. I mean. If there's two guys there, they would have taken each other out. Well, no, That's we were getting they, we were the talk of the bar. Well, I bet we totally were. Exactly. We were sitting in the bar area of the restaurant, right? Uh-huh. All these people around us watching sports, and here comes this waitress with a tray of wings <laughs> as big as our table, and and I got somebody that Kelly works with, son was also in there. Oh, just coincidentally, coincidentally. Or? Oh, okay. And she said he called. She called him the next day. His okay. mom did. And he he was like, "Did you see those two women there? They were uh-huh. eating some wings." They and he was like, "Yeah, mom, they ate like sixty wings." <laughs> and we had no idea how he knew that. We yes. didn't tell anybody. But the waitress yes. was totally egging us on. <laughs> like, can I get you any more? Do you need any more? That's you right. Need more wings. And then at That's the end, right. um, Danielle had asked me to pick some up for her and bring uh, them home. Nice. So I was ordering those. I was like. They're not for me. Yeah. I'm not cheating. I don't want you to think I'm going to go home and eat more and then call her later. <laughs> Say, I eat more. Like, I eat more than you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, and she looked me right in the eye and she said, I'm not here to judge. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was fabulous. <laughs> so we've decided that we're going to do it again. Absolutely. And, and we've we got to get a crowd. Others. Absolutely. Because we could do we taste get, great, you know, right. less filling. If we, we could do all things. If we get a crowd, we get other people there, it may egg us on. Yes. Like, Because I remember my goal was 50. Yeah. And I only ate 29. Yes. I'm a little embarrassed. I also do have to say, though, I paid for every single one of those wings. Oh, that was very nice next... of you. No, no, no. I don't oh. mean financially. Oh, I mean, oh, I physically oh, yes. paid for every single one of those I wings for the did. next couple of days. I bet you did. So it's not. Especially thing. the Gavorkian. Yes. Oh, I bet that was. Yes. Oh, it's finally Kelly time. Said, Kelly said she had exit burns, <laughs> 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 which I thought was really funny. Um, but we, we have to delay the repeat of it. It can't okay. be soon. Got We're it. We're thinking maybe the soonest we could do is quarterly. 
Okay. Like every three months, we could have a wing eating contest. And then as we build stamina, maybe we could just make it a giant annual event. Right. Absolutely. And maybe do it as a fundraiser for some cool oh, game. Absolutely. Thing. Yes. Donate per wing. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So, a f- and a friend of mine said, a f- emailed me and after I told her about it, and she said, you know, I get so tired of hearing about everybody talk about their diets and how crappy it's going to be over the holidays. She's like, I so celebrate this indulgence and this Absolutely. contest. She's like, it's amazing that you did it. You did this, and you guys were so unabashed. Just like we're going to be, we're going to go into this big bad sports bar and yeah. we're going to eat our weight and chicken wings. Exactly. And we don't care. That's right. <laughs> So, oh, that's fabulous. It was very, very fun. Yes. And I look forward to doing it again. Definitely. Although I think I might stick to all like one or two kinds of wing rather than oh, yeah, 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 we yeah. got a lot of variety and it made it more challenging, I think. Well, right. Because, right. Well, there were some that but you don't really know how they t- taste and so then you're eating it and it's, you know, yeah. I don't really like this. I wouldn't continue to eat this if I didn't have to eat it. Right. So. Right. And I think that, but I think once you get tired of it like the same one you get sick a little quicker i think too, i will never tire one. of honey barbecue oh okay never got it never ever gotcha i wish we had like chicken music or something you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we should exactly. take a break baby yes and when we come back we're going to talk to keith yes that's second wednesday gonna, second wednesday and then we're gonna take another break and we're gonna talk to keith again yes we are it's gonna be fun Woohoo! so come back on the other side of some fun music This ba- must have been chicken music. Yeah, <laughs> pretty gave close. Me, it gave me a craving. Yeah, <laughs> I might have to go have some chicken wings for Kelly's birthday. Yes, happy birthday, Kelly. Yeah, happy birthday, December thirteenth. Exactly. Um, and so Keith or Keith Orr is here. Woohoo! And he's here to talk about what's going on at Common Language first, and all these great books. I see some good Christmassy type things. Yes, um, or Hanukkah. T- tis and Hanukkah. the season after it, all. It, it is. That's right. It is the season. So what's up? Well, gosh, let's see. Uh, I, I went through the store grabbing stuff that I thought would be appropriate gift, regardless of whether you're giving it for Kwanzaa, Christmas, Hanukkah, uh, Kelly's birthday. Yeah. Um, Very important holiday. Just thinking the, the, of the you. solstice. Solstice. Right. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, oh. What else did we forget here? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if any of the Muslims. I mean, Ramadan. Well, oh, Ramadan, right? but it's not Ramadan. Is a very somber holiday. Yeah. It's not right. a so celebratory. Really not exactly a gift giving occasion. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. Exactly. Nor is New Year's Eve. That's just a drinking occasion. Yes, exactly. eating and drinking. Artists. That's right. Yeah. And uh, but I will say in in most of France and most of Europe that they send New Year's cards, not Christmas cards. Oh. And it's a very it's a it's sort of a we're all in this together kind of holiday. Cards and you know we want to send cards for the 
and commemorate, Absolutely. but it's just for the new year instead right. of saying and, Merry Christmas. Yeah. And it is more people's new year. We're just... Right. The Chinese have a different one. Right. Right. And the Jews so, have a different one. That's true. But it's most, that's a religious new year. So. Right. right. Anyway. And then there's the fiscal. Just kidding. Go ahead. Damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, uh, speaking of books, yeah. right? Fiscal books. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I did bring along a few Christmas books. This was kind of a fun one that came out this year. The Worst Noel. Um, it's Hellish Holiday Tales is the subtitle. <laughs> I think I think I think all of us could have <laughs> contributed a chapter. And, <laughs> and in fact, this, that's what it is. It's a bunch of authors um, each contributing a story. And um, it isn't specifically gay, but there were so many people in it that were... Um, uh, part of our community now, how do people um, choose pet. these authors do they just like they just know these people and they just say hey write a story or do they just put out a submission and say or a or a, a notice saying if you're interested in writing contributing to this book well you know what a great question because the whole art of anthologies is an entirely um separate art unto itself um in this case i imagine that the um um editor who the heck was the editor on this one I don't remember now. Um, knew or had connections one way or another, Ooh. either um, through their own personal um, thing or through their editors or through their publishers. Um, and, you know, but there, there was Ann Patchett was in here, um, Louis Bayard. Um, uh, so, you know, it just seemed like something that would be fun for yeah. the store. And um, I'm going to skip away from. Um, these for just a moment because you did mention anthologies. Just happened to. And look what I brought along. Dun, I dun, see dun. Self organizing men. Yes. Edited by Jay Sennett. Have you had Jay on yet? We have not. No, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, we have in the past. Right. Not right, related right, right, to right. This. Yes. But not yeah. over this. Right. Yes. Um, uh, well, I won't. I won't steal his thunder because I'm sure y'all have him on at some point. <laughs> That's right. Since since uh, I know he's good friends with one of the hosts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Jay's a, an amazing character. Uh, anyone who's ever heard him speak, he uh, is eloquent and amusing and witty and uh, has a lot of great things to say. Definitely. Um, and this book, he is. Um, it's it's a anthology of writing about FTM. Yes. Um, female to male transsexual, and um, and it's it's a um, assortment of stuff that uh, you know some of his little cartoon things that he's so good at, and um, and in this case um, he actually decided to start a press, which I give him great credit for. I have um, yeah. uh, there are a lot of people out there who decide they can't get published, so they decide to self-publish. And I think there are a lot of problems with doing that. Um, distribution channels, a lot of times they don't get edited the way they should get edited. Um, as much of a hassle as publishers can be if you're a writer, ultimately they're, they're there for a good reason. Um, so what he did was he said, well, you know, uh, um, even the gay presses out there aren't handling this issue. I want to form a press that handled specifically FTM issues. Um, and it's not just a you know self-published book um, because there are, first of all, several um, people involved in it. It's called Homo Factus Press, and, um, and it, nor is it just for this book. They already have a poetry anthology on its way. Um, so anyway, this book is uh, um, the first for Homo Factus Press. Um, he's given one presentation at the university we're going to have him at the bookstore we don't have a date yet it's going to be early february though i think so okay we'll we'll let you know uh next month when when that's going to be yeah but you know how did he decide who um who to uh include in it exactly well, you know in this case you know he's an important guy in terms of writing about ftm Yes. And as a result, a lot of people know him. He knows yes. a lot of people. And, well, and also he... with his his blog. So he's got people right. that are, you know he's he's corresponding with. And yeah, exactly. And so that's exactly. Think... And so it becomes you know at its best, an anthology becomes a very collaborative process. It's not yes. just oh, make your submission. You know, your chapter three. Right. But it becomes a um, collaboration. So the anthology makes sense. It's not just a here a bunch of disparate writings that somehow are connected because right you know they all have the same title or something right so right um 
Anyway, so That's I brought great. that one. Shall we go back to Christmas? Sure, sure. <laughs> After that little uh, uh, thing. Well, of course, there's always Christmas cards. And I should point out that Martin um, got going earlier this year on decorating the bar, which meant that he also had more time to uh, um, attack the bookstore. Ah. So the, the bookstore is, uh, has Martin's touch all over the place this <laughs> Christmas. So, um, and, and we've done some very fun things with it. But he also had um, some time to do a little bit of card shopping, and we brought in a couple of new lines, oh. which we really enjoy. One is Cara Cesoria, um, and it's all... Like made up of these sort of uh, um, collage type um, things, but they are just hilarious. For instance, here's one has a Christmas tree with a garland of it, and the garland is a bunch of oh pictures of Judy. Judy. So oh of course, my God. it's titled <laughs> Judy Garland. Garland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Um, a, in, That's hilarious. As part of the manger scene, and one angel is saying "way," and the other angel is saying "no way," or actually the other way around. Though I guess I was reading left to right instead of up to down. So no way, way, and uh, it's titled, of course. The first no way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. And then there's another one. That, um, oh, don't, I don't remember the guy's name. He's um, uh, a designer here in um, Detroit area, and he came up with, he and a couple of other guys came up with this um, uh, new series of car, uh, cards called Handsome Devil. And these are a few of their holiday cards. They have this real retro look to them, um, but they also have a real gay sensibility. Um, Obviously. Yeah, exactly. Um, here's a um, Santa with his reindeer, and the Santa's got a little palm pilot and naughty nice, and the nice is checked so he can go to that house. <laughs> um, here's one. You know, again, that real 50s retro look to it, but uh, two guys are giving each other pitcher and catcher shirts. <laughs> um, so they're into baseball. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, it was kind of funny the way that card came about. Ajax, A-J-A-X-X. Yeah. Uh, um, they, you know, does a lot of gay clothing, that sort of thing. They're the ones who created the pitcher and catcher. Oh, sure. right. okay. And so for their corporate card, they had Ham Handsome Devil do this last year. <sighs> Got and it. So that was what they did last year, and that was just so much fun. They they put it out in their regular collection this year. Here's one of a holiday meal with a whole bunch of alternative folks on there, and yeah, we also have some like couple of women out there who are making a snow person, and you know, so very really nice cards. I really that looks love like the Christmas look of at them. my house. Yes, it does yeah. actually. <laughs> Especially the one in the lower. Uh, right, the queen. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not Christmas without a queen. Ooh. And it isn't a new line for us because we've been doing the McWrights for a while. But McWright are those folks who take the old photos and then mm -hmm. put fun little captions on them. So this has, you know, the kid with the slicked back hair wearing the sweater and the tie in front of the Christmas tree. And inside it says, Christmas is by Ronnie Collins. Well, there was Joseph and Mary, and then um, some reindeer flew off with three wise guys, and the Grinch stole Jesus. Can I open my presents now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Poor thing. Let's see. Poor thing. And, and if you're looking for um, a little sort of racy Christmas present, here's the Mary XXXmas Book of Erotica, edited by Allison Tyler. She was comes up with some hot stuff mm -hmm. uh let's see and a classic in the uh um gay world of course david sedaris holidays on ice oh yeah complete with the uh, uh santa land diaries oh uh, yes let's see that i had in oh i brought two copies of mary triple xmas Aha! Uh -huh. uh, well, because it's see. such a good book. Is that right? That you want to visit oh, twice. Okay. Exactly. And uh, and we brought in this Child's Christmas in Wales, Dylan Thomas, little woodcut illustrations. Um, oh. It's a, it's a old Dylan Thomas classic for some people. It's a it's a holiday tradition. So if you're one of them, we do carry that. Now, what do you mean by holiday tradition? You know, be, they we, always read it or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Come okay. back and read it over and over. It's oh. sort of like. Interesting. Like for me, Pee Wee's Christmases, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or Twas the Night Before Christmas. Sometimes yeah, there, there, that, that might be someone else's. Right, yeah. it might be someone else's. I and have that, 
the I we always watch um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh my word! That's our thing. Oh we my can't. Gosh. It's not Christmas I've, officially until we to, watch. I've that. never seen it. I'll have to check that one out. Oh, it's very gay. All right. Well, then I definitely, definitely have to check a, it out. In, yes. a, in a not overt way. I'm not saying it's. And of course, if you're looking Christmas, it means it's calendar time. That's right. And so I brought along a few of ours, uh, sort of the women's side, the Wee Moon 07. Oh. A a classic. Um, Gosh, how long have they been doing Wee Moon calendars? Oh, a very, very long time. Like more than 30 years, I think. Okay. Like a long time. Gotcha. Not as long as Closets has been on the air. That's right. Right, exactly. Uh, The Women Artist State Book, uh, I think a couple of years ago we started bringing uh, Oh, no, what's this one? one? I haven't seen this. A Woman Artist. Oh, so they just have different artists and oh yeah exactly wow. it's, a, it's a date book format uh, much like we moon a little yes. bit smaller um, but you have different photos in it and that's really nice yeah. oh wow and of course those are the ones for the women because they're like thoughtful and creative. what are you saying what are and you saying we write stuff down or right whatever. and then of course there's the men's calendars which um are so perfect are, for the office yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, appropriate. And that's the he's right now looking at the tom bianchi oh on my the couch. This, may i see it oh my gosh that's 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 in the upstairs well, that's room. explicit yeah I it is. See, the cover's not one. so explicit, no. so you wouldn't necessarily... I mean, it's sexy. You could, right, you could open that yeah. up. And say, oh, how nice. Right. I mean, grandma would be like... And yeah. Grandma might be a little like, bit. My goodness, it's porn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And nothing says Christmas like porn. I That's agree. Right. <laughs> and uh, Joe Phillips' uh, newest calendar, Boys Will Be Boys. Joe Phillips is the um, graphic artist... Uh, um, Yes, right. I do. Yes, uh huh. This is yeah. It's quite graphic. Right. He was he was known for the House of Moorcock. That's right. Uh, classic um, thing, and he's been um, doing stuff ever since. Um, the other thing that always happens around this year is Damron comes out, the women's <gasps> traveler and the men's traveler. Yes. Um, I I don't have it here now, in that's front interesting of me. That is. I, both, there's women's and men's now. So there's two different oh, books. Oh, yeah, there, there have been for quite some time. Oh, yeah. so you can see how often I, I get right. it. Okay. Um, and so uh, I, I just have a little slip of paper here because it actually comes out on Thursday or Friday. So by this weekend, we'll have it. So now, as being a being politically correct as a... Um, uh, being the president or owner of Common Language, there's Damron. There's another one that's out there. Oh gosh, what's their name? Oh my gosh, uh, there are quite a few out there. Different guides. There's Spartacus. There's the Gay Yellow Pages. I think it's the Spartacus um, I was thinking yeah. of, or whatever. That I mean, which one do you think really is the most accurate? And because I always like to look at them and kind of go, really, that's in our area. I, I know that. that and sometimes, and sometimes you look at it and you wonder just how accurate it is when you're traveling. When you look at your own area, yes, right, um, exactly. yes. Uh, uh, but um, uh, that's actually I, how I test them. It's like, it, oh, really? Yeah, exactly. Well, um, I think Damron's probably the most up to date in terms of um, uh, the most current information and the most comprehensive information. Okay, but it's also not real detailed. It's a listing. That's true. You know, yes. so if you're going somewhere and you just want the listing, and you know, you can do some exploring on your own. Fine. Um, uh, some of the there was one a couple of years ago that I loved, and unfortunately they didn't um, keep it up. It's called Foder's Gay Guide, um, and it was a gay travel writer who did it. And it was it was um, it just took like eight or nine metropolitan areas in the U.S. Okay. Um, and it covered not just the city but the metropolitan area. And it was more writing about that area. And here are things to do that. Might not be just the gay bar, but, you know, here are some other great restaurants where y'all be comfortable going and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, And unfortunately, there isn't as much of that writing out there. Um, But Spartacus uh, is a little more, is better, I think, in international stuff than Damron. Um, They do tend to write more about where the place you're going, not just, you know, what the bar is. Got it. Okay. Speaking of traveling and and people coming to Detroit and whatnot, Keith just told us right, literally seconds. I know that's why I was a little like taken aback. 
that creating change is happening in Detroit next year. Which is fa- which I was laughing because I've been trying to save to kind of make sure I go to it, you know, this coming year because I haven't been the last two years. And I'm like, okay, we're saved this time. I'm even arranging my travel. But if you're maybe you a- could maybe you could get a flight from the Ann Arbor Airport to the. Uh, <laughs> What's the, the downtown, what's the downtown oh, city. one? City airport. City airport. Yeah. Some little, you know, biplane or something. It'll be appropriate, a biplane. Right. <laughs> ah, perfect. And, you know, you could fly there. I mean, this could afford you, you know. a better, like a really nice hotel room. That's right. right. That's you know, right. You can bring all the boys back to. And, and for those who don't know, uh, um, Creating Changes National Gay and Lesbian Task Force's annual conference right. for activists and people yes. in the movement. And, uh, and for those who have never been exposed to it it's an amazing experience oh. martin and i went uh last year for the first time and and again this year uh this year it was in kansas city and it is just an amazing experience you come back so energized yes you know sometimes you learn more than some years you learn more than others but you yes. always come back energized definitely and you meet you know people who are doing this great work all over the place and and sometimes you get knocked on the head a little bit as well yeah. you know this this year it was uh wednesday after election day was when it started yes and you know of course after you know the big democratic sweep you know this meant lots of good things for our community not perfect of course right. but you know a lot of good things uh as i say about this santorum race um what's it casey who won you know and this guy's not a friend of the gay community but at least we can have a conversation with him right, right. santorum right. wanted us exterminated so, yes you know this is obviously a step forward for us and <laughs> uh and and you know now ryan white might be able to be renewed and right. you know all sorts of Absolutely. good things come out of it but um you know, one of the other things, of course, was in Arizona, we had the first ever victory right. um, on a gay marriage amendment um, by, by plebiscite, right? Yeah. So there's all of sorts of excitement. And every time you saw someone from Arizona, you were like, yes, yes, good for you. Congrats. <laughs> well, it turns out that, you know, from their point of view, they were thrilled about it, but they were part of a coalition with um, you know being a largely Hispanic area, it was a um, coalition with um, the Hispanics both to defeat um, their Proposition 387 or whatever their Prop 2 was. Um, but there were also four other amendments that were all anti-immigrant, oh. uh, you know, racist, and you know all of this oh, sort of thing. Don't tell and me they, they lost all four of them. And so, you know, they they finally said, and this was they were so wonderful. On the last um, uh, uh, day, they got up and um, this coalition got up and said, you know, we we appreciate what you're saying, but you know, let's remember to temper this because this was a coalition, and just because yeah. we won our fight, yeah, you know, four of them lost. So, you know, when people congratulate you, remind them that it's a that their the victory is to be tempered, and also gave some really. Um, you know, uh, concrete type of suggestions. Right. You know, don't let anyone ever talk to you about illegal aliens. Right. You know. Right. First of all, you know, we're humans, not aliens, and humans are never illegal. Right. You know, if you have to have some sort of um, uh, nomenclature for it, undocumented workers. Mm. Yeah. You know, and it, it, they gave a bunch of suggestions like that, and it was just, you know, that's the type of thing that you're not going to get elsewhere. Yeah. It was just, it was really great. Some wonderful um, speeches at the. Um, um, plenary sessions and and I suggest to everyone keep your eye out for news about um, uh, creating change this year because it is yes. local. You don't have to spend the travel money exactly. to go to it, and it is so I worthwhile. I look so forward to the oh. big dissension of queers on Detroit. It's going to be great. <laughs> WCBN. That's right. I'm, I'm, uh, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. So so we got a few more things here to talk. We're gonna take a break after, gonna, and we'll take a break. Well, actually, if you want to go ahead and take the well, two real quickly here because they were nice. Since we're talking politics, George Lakoff has a new book out. He's the guy who wrote about "Don't Think of, of an Elephant," um, oh. and this one is sort of taking those same things and um, giving a progressive's handbook. You know how you can apply it, and it's uh, called "Thinking Points," subtitled "Communicating Our American Values and Visions." And the other one, who who could possibly write an unauthorized autobiography? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> who? Only one. George, George w. w. Bush. That's right. And uh, and he uh, and what does he title it? Destined for destiny. 
That's right. So it's and every page is a laugh. It's just hilarious. Oh, oh my gosh. So if you if you can laugh about him, and yeah. I know some people can. That's right. But if you can, this is a hilarious. He says book. on the back that you will struggle with me in my strugglesome youth. <laughs> Goodness gracious! <laughs> and on that note, we will take a break, um, and we'll come back because we've got some more uh, uh, interesting conversations coming up. Alrighty. <laughs> Hi, this is Jeremy Merklinger from the Washtenaw Rainbow Action Project, your TBLG Resource Center at Broncourt. Check us out online at www.rap-up.org or call us at 734-995-9867. Thanks for listening to WCBN, and don't forget to listen to me on Clauses Are for Clothes on the third Wednesday of every month from 6 to 7 p.m. So, oh my gosh, so you are still reading that book. Every picture in the book has George Bush with Jesus in it, and I just can't stop laughing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> which, uh, which, which is, is a, a great lead. Segue. <laughs> a great, great segue. segue. Exactly. We were we were talking earlier about how the celebrating of Christmas and how with my family it's been kind of an interesting situation of like how do you really celebrate Christmas, and and it's been kind of an interesting um, how some folks it's a very religious holidays, uh, and so for others it's a very it's a secular holiday where it's just something it's kind of a um an event if you will or whatever and some of the things that we celebrate are not necessarily have a religious connotation to it it's just really it's a spirit if you will or the and so we were kind of talking about that and i didn't know well i i have a riddle about that how how is gay marriage like christmas oh wow I really don't know. It's because the whole controversy over them has to do with this confusion between the secular and the religious. Oh, yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, gay marriage, hey, you can get married in MCC and a variety of other churches. And spiritually, you get every bit of value out of that. Right. But you can't get married um, at City Hall. Yes. Right. And and because they have the same name, marriage. Right. And I, I used to say a couple of years back, it's like I don't believe in gay marriage. I believe in straight civil unions. Because I think <laughs> I think if we just if the state got out of the marriage business and just said, okay, we have this thing called civil unions. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's all we confer on anyone. Right. You want to get married? Fine. Go off to your church and get married. We, you know, yes. separation of church and state, we can't stop you from doing whatever you want. Right. Um, and, you know, the Catholics can still say, no, we won't let you um, gays get married. And MCC can say, we won't let you Catholics get married. And right. uh, it's fine. Yes. Um, we already pick and choose already. <laughs> Why? Yeah, exactly. It, exactly. Um, so, uh, in any case, I think a lot of the controversy about Christmas is the same problem. We have created this holiday in America called Christmas, and it's a secular holiday that has absolutely nothing to do with the religious holiday. Um, you know, it has to do with Santa and um, Christmas trees and all of this sort of thing. And I, I mean, I understand, you know, at the public square, if you start putting in the nativity, that, uh-huh. you know, okay, now, even though that's sort of a part of the secular Christmas, that you're crossing a line. Right. Mm-hmm. And fine, I understand that, you know, but, you know, I'm sorry, to me, a Christmas tree doesn't suggest anything about the birth of Christ. <laughs> okay. Or, or, you know, and it's like, like I was saying earlier, the Pee Wee's Christmas special. To me, you know, this has nothing to do with the birth of Christ either, even though there is an allusion to it at one point. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the movie, I was just, the Christmas vacation, and they ask the elderly aunt to give the blessing. She actually says the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, which wow. I think is perfect. Like, wow. You know, they're sitting down to this big dinner and they're like, they, can will you say the blessing? You know, this is your 80th Christmas. And uh-huh. they have to tell her several times because she can't hear them. And so she says the Pledge of Allegiance. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Right. And then at the end of the movie, there's a big um, explosion, I'll say. And she starts singing the national anthem <laughs> and i'm like 
That's what I'm talking about. It's a secular holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> right. Anyway. And and so, you know, we see, I mean, every year there's always something that happens. You know, this year it happens to be the Seattle-Tacoma airport, right? With their yes. taking down the Christmas trees, putting them back up. Last year it was Walmart. Um, yes. And and uh, I just, I think we, we, we're in that same trap. We just don't understand that, uh, you know, this. The, there is this secular holiday. Let's just, ex- I mean, I celebrate Christmas. I'm not a Christian. Right. I do too. And, I'm not a Christian. Right. And uh, I don't celebrate the Christian Christmas. Right. Oh, once in a while I'll go with mom to mass to, you know, just. But even but the, even but I, that, to my point of, from my perspective, uh-huh. from hers, it has to do with the, right. the Christian part of it. Um, but, you know, I go along as part of a sort of family tradition right you know right. not and and she understands that as well you know it's like you know but just come along exactly it makes it. me feel good yeah. but i think that that's exactly it i think that people they're they're that they aren't able to separate it mm-hmm. and that's where i think people are getting upset um or at least where i get upset is where it's like wait a minute here i i don't um, like for instance, what happens like with at work is suddenly all the Christmas stuff comes out, um, and it's not because of that Christmas is a secular holiday. It's because they're announcing what religion they are, and mm. and they're doing it specifically to be able to, and and they don't understand why someone would want to put up like a um, the. Um, Hanukkah, the menorah. the menorah. Thank you very much. The menorah. They just they they just look at me like I I don't understand this. And being a public institution, I'm like you. We have we have to really have be really clear what we're putting up. Mm-hmm. You know, when they start putting the nativity scenes on their windows, or they right. start putting you know the Christmas tree with the little nativity underneath on their desk, or you know, and it's like, oh, wait a minute here. You know, this is, um, the, it, it's it's and. And I, I guess, or or when they start saying, when folks start saying, um, "Merry Christmas," I think a perfect example is, was I was watching the uh, the Daily Show with John Stewart, and someone was saying, "You know, well, what are you going to be wishing everybody this uh, this season?" And she's and she said, "Well, Merry Christmas." And she he goes, "Well, even to the Jews, what are you going to say to them?" And she goes, "Merry Christmas," <laughs> and it was like, "Well." Don't you get it? You know, right. it's um, and so I think that that were for me, it's kind of like a way of bringing awareness of like, do you understand where this is the majority, and that there's other people out there, or and I, but if you can, but the thing is for me is like I I go to a New Year's I excuse me I go to a Christmas Eve dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, which you're right. Which, but to all of them that are attending, it's not a religious. It's not a religious right. thing. Right. It's really there to, to like a tradition. In fact, if I didn't show up now, they'd be very insulted. They'd be like, right. "What? You know, like how dare you?" Um, and then on Christmas Day, I go to another friend's house, and it's really just to kind of hang out, and play some movies. Um, they have a new video game or play with whatever toys they got each other. You know, and we just kind of really? hang out. Well. right you know i agree with you i totally we celebrate it totally secularly we always i always have even as a child even though my parents were somewhat religious as i said mentioned at the beginning of the show i did i was baptized but like it was never about jesus really we never really talked about that we talked about santa claus and whatnot right this brings up a very interesting thing i have to tell you that my partner and i we've decided to not do the santa thing with charlotte and why is that? Well, we've decided that we're going to let her... I mean, obviously, it's a part of the folklore and mythology of our culture. And, of course, we're going to talk about it. But we're not going to say, okay, if you're good, this strange man <laughs> is going to come in our house and leave presents for you. Well, and that's what a friend of mine says, the strange white man. Yeah, the strange white man <laughs> is going to come in here and leave presents under the tree for you. Right. We would rather say, you know, this that that... It's so important to be kind, and yes. it's also important to be generous. Yes. And so this is a time of year when we get to be generous with one another. Right. And right. share things yes. and buy presents. And so that's what we're going to do. But you know what we also do is some of the money that we would spend on presents, we give away. There you go. And then we're going to talk about it in, ter- in those terms and in terms about... You know, we're just we're learning about generosity and this is a yes. time to show our love with material things. Right. You know, that we don't always do that, but this time of year it's a way to it's also a time to get new underwear and new socks. <laughs> right. You know, and that's what we're gonna do with it. And the Santa character, you know, some people believe just like we're gonna say this Jesus guy, some people believe in him. Right. 
it doesn't mean we're not i mean we have santa clauses hanging on our christmas tree we have uh-huh. you know now we're going we're going to talk about santa but it's not going to be about being good yeah right i mean that whole thing like i've just never been comfortable with it because what you can basically you get your kids to, what you do is you train your kids to like be good for december right. and then the rest of the year it doesn't matter how right. they behave Right. And I don't want my kids to be good because they're going to get a Xbox 360 right. at the end of being good. I want my kids to be good because it's the right thing to do. Right. And so that's why we've decided. But we're, you know, we still are going to have a Christmas tree with lots and lots of presents underneath. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and indeed, you know, that's one of the great things about the secular holiday is it still teaches great values. I yeah. mean, I can, I can joke about um, Pee Wee. And I will continue to. <laughs> um, um, but even that, you know, there's a Christmas message to it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and what do we watch every year? It's a wonderful right. life, right. you know. And there we learn about how good works pay uh, have are their own reward. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly as you were talking about, you know. And, and, and that's a Buddhist message, mm-hmm. you know. Good works are their own reward. Uh, and it doesn't, you know, I mean, that's a message that, that, that trans transcends a yes. particular faith right. yes. that just has to do with you know what it what it is to be a good human being yeah and many of the christmas stories are about you know being together being a family being you know um experiencing love for one another just and our forgiveness you know and i think that that necessarily is not necessarily a christian value even though that's one of the values i think christians hold it's just it's Mm -hmm. i I think there's just other things that if people understood the spirit of it like well why does this year we're going to teach all these different things about hope and love and family and kindness and and things like this but but when january 26th hit it's about being hateful and anti-gay and and um uh what would you say not to use alien um, anti-immigrant anti-immigrants or illegal aliens illegal aliens you know it's suddenly on the 26th it switches over you know and it's like wait 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 when did this happen and i think that that's what i i it bothers me is when it when that switch occurs right well, you're only generous from like today yeah till de- december 25th and right. then you're like i'm not gonna have you know i'm not gonna be filled with the christmas spirit anymore and be nice to people right i don't have to be right because christmas is over yes um and whereas i think i see this time as more a time on focusing on those things and saying okay mm-hmm. am i being mindful am i being kind right. am i being generous and am i you know, is that manifesting in how I'm acting during yeah. this time of year? And do I recognize the people that are important in my life right now? Right. You know, I'm mean, recon- I'm recognizing them with a gift or, or a card or pile of fudge, whatever. A pile of fudge, exactly. That there is some. I think that that uh, th- th- being reminded that oh, you know what, I do enjoy being a coworker with you, or I do enjoy your company as a friend. I do enjoy, right. you know, the relationship. And here's something you can have to remember me by or right. think about me or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think I, I, just as long as it's done in the right in the right tense. That's where I get upset, I guess, is between when it's between the religious and the secular. That's where I get upset. It's like throughout the whole year I hear an anti-gay message. <gasps> But suddenly December hits and we're all one big happy family. Right. We're all so happy. Yes. And and thanks to Jesus. You know, it's like, wait. <laughs> you know, it's not that. I will tell you. you we know. went to Bronner's a couple weeks ago. Oh, interesting. We always go every year. And um, they had in this, we had to buy Charlotte a stocking, you know, because oh, she yeah. didn't have one. And she needs to have a stocking. Um, we got to put the candy not that she can eat it in there but (laughs) anyway they had you could buy a stocking for jesus wow then it came with these little cards that then you wrote good deeds on oh really that you did or would do and you'd put them in jesus's stocking and i said you know but do you leave the stocking up all year yeah interesting are you doing good things all the time right just because santa's watching you Jesus is coming. Jesus look busy. Is coming. <laughs> look busy. I love that one. Right. Go, go. Yeah. Yes. And I. And that's why I guess the thing is I really do. This year is fun. I mean, I like all the decorations. I like all the. Um, all right, you two. What? The 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 monitor is facing both of you, and the both of you suddenly had this instant glee look. There was some name calling in my email that made me laugh. Uh oh. Uh oh. So, so that's all. Um, and so, yeah. So it just is one of those like, um, 
So I guess if it's just done in the right spirit, I guess I don't mind it is. as much. And when you're talking about decorations, you know, one of the things we always did at work is we said, you know, the main areas needed to be decorated in secular things. Snowflakes, doves, snowmen, snow people, whatever. Yeah. But if you wanted to have something small and religious in your personal area, it was we weren't going to tell people no. But we also wanted to say, you know, it's the same thing like during an election year when you come to work with a vote for George W. Bush button and you're dealing with the public. What does that tell them about you? Right. Do you want them to think that and have their work experience with you? It's the same thing with having a nativity on your desk. Yes. That's okay. We're not going to tell you you can't do it, but you need to remember that you're not the only one seeing it. Yes. Especially exactly. when you're dealing with the public all day long. Absolutely. So. Speaking of the Damron guy that we had earlier, one of the news announcements that came out today, I think it's kind of obvious, but it had happened, is um, the top gay destination, the most friendly gay destination, um, was done by a traveling agency. Guess which it was? San Francisco? Oh, I was going to say Ann Arbor? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> San, San Francisco. Francisco. Hello! Right, right, right. You know, so I just thought it was kind of an obvious little um, uh, survey, I guess. Yeah. All right. Same time, same place next week. I'll be here. I will be too. Cool. See Thank you, then. you. Thanks, Keith. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500. That's 763-3500. Or you can write us here at the station at 530 530- S.A.B. Ann Arbor, Michigan, 48109. The views and opinions expressed on Closets Are For Clothes are solely those of their speakers and are not the opinions of WCBN or our licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns, I'm Christy Cardinal. See you at the same time, same place, next week, Wednesday from 6 to 7. Peace. Okay, we got you, kid. Ready? Hi, I'm Abby Hoffman, on the run, just listening to WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Indeed it is, WCBN-FM, coming out of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Good evening. This is The Hop. My name is Robert. I'm here every Wednesday from 7 to 9, spinning soul and funk jams from days gone by. I'm going to start off today's show tonight. With some Detroit soul, a guy named Steve Mancha, and a song of his called Hate Yourself in the Morning, then followed up with Mary Wells and Keep Me in Suspense. Once again, this is The Hop on WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor. Now you found someone 